Welcome to Ice Cream Sunday. My name is Austin Buckner. David Richardson. Trevor Holder. Abby Warner. And yeah, so this episode is, uh, we haven't had a guest on in a long time. It's just been, uh, David has not even been here for the last like two, two episodes. episodes, three episodes. Uh, we haven't had a guest on. It's just been you and I ranting. No, we've had Heather on. There was uh Yeah, you had people on. They just yeah, that's their... true. Wow. That's true. Way to go. The, the, uh, well, no, so she's, I don't, I don't consider like my fiance or your fia- your wife uh, a guest on the podcast because they're family. Aww. Yeah. No, she left out my girl. Fucking saved it. Um, but Kenny, so yeah. you're a guest. <laughs> she is not. She is she is family. Um, but she got her own little like picture and banner and fuck it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, we wanted to have Abby on because um, you are embarking on a new adventure, uh, van life, and we've always wanted to have you on and talk about your art because I think it's unique and awesome. Um, and so, yeah, finally got a chance to have you on before you leave us forever and never come back. Um, I mean, I might come visit, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I already asked this, of course, and I do it every time, but it was there anything else that we didn't talk about? Nothing that, or anything that we didn't touch on that you would want to, um, share with our, our listeners? Um, well, everything in my shop is 25% off until we get out of Iowa. So, oh, yeah, there you I go. I mean, nice. check out Electrocuted Good Beauty plug. on Facebook. <laughs> I'm going to share the shit out of it. So hopefully we can drive some traffic. Definitely. Um, even before you're, you're on, we'll, we'll get you. Because um, we've got a, only got a few more weeks before you homies. leave. Homies helping homies. Hel- yes, homies helping homies is the mantra. Perfect. So we will definitely share that. Um, but yeah, uh, awesome awesome conversation so thank you so much thank you appreciate it appreciate it sit back relax and enjoy episode number holy shit we're episode 16 16 yeah hey we did it we beat the old podcast (laughs) that's great (laughs) 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 of the ice cream sunday podcast talking when you got inside that i've known you known of you for a very long time and i actually have no idea how i know you i was trying to think of that as well um i don't remember if it was some app or if it was facebook because we do have some mutual friends yeah. and that kind of thing but like i know we've talked pretty extensively we have some um uh, backgrounds with where we've been to. Uh, you said you went to Northwest, didn't you? I did. And I was there for about a semester. I did. Um, How old are you? Uh, 32. Yeah, so you would have been there probably around the same time I, yeah, I was. Yeah, like 09. Interesting. And you're from Creston, right? Originally, yes. So like, yep. I know I haven't met, because this is the first time I met you in person. Right. So like, I grew up literally 20 minutes away from you. Yeah, Because I grew up in Greenfield. Said. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. And like the same as like, uh, like Melanie yeah. Blomquist or Bloomquist. Yeah. Like, I didn't meet her until I was well into my adult years, but we also grew up like 20 yeah, minutes away um, from each other. Her and I actually um, were friends and actually dated for a while even. So that's another weird little. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, right. I, now I know what this episode's about. Um, 
you because you guys went with us high school together uh middle school and high school yeah gotcha mm-hmm. gotcha it's very similar to trevor and i we went to middle school and high school together and then we yeah. ended up dating as well so <laughs> i believe that yeah. cute couple yeah thank you <laughs> i i love interracial couples obviously yes, so, yes. Yeah. yeah definitely um but I wanted to have you on because two very interesting topics that uh, you can speak to that uh, I, I can't speak to is one, uh, van life, which mm-hmm. I think is very cool because we, um, we had Zach McIntosh on and he's kind of a, a nomad, um, for lack of a better term, um, and travels all over and he'll do this thing where he goes and he'll have like a full-time job and he'll save up money and then he'll just fuck off. For like many, many months. Um, <laughs> he goes to Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. And so like right now he's working in Alaska. It's a summer job. He'll probably stay there or do another f- uh, full-time job. And then he'll just, like I said, like he'll just fuck off for a few months yeah. or like a year at a time. And he'll walk the Appalachian Trail or he'll go to Vietnam and backpack and that just, yeah, it's awesome. So <laughs> what because it's a little bit different because he he found out very young he's like i cannot stay in one place right mm-hmm. so and and you have like for most of your adult life kind of stayed in or um you know gotten i don't want to say gotten used to those creature comforts but mm-hmm. what made you want to change that and and do the van life and travel and well okay so starting out one i've moved 37 times since i was 17 years old um, a lot within Iowa, Missouri. Uh, I did live in Washington for a while when I was married. Um, hey, Washington State. <laughs> yeah, yep. Tacoma My area. From Washington. Okay. Yeah, I we used to live in, the... in Mount Vernon too. So. Okay, very nice. Yeah, like we were in Stellacombe and Tacoma because um, he was at uh, Fort Lewis. Um, but yeah, like I'd always moved around a lot. I'd always dreamed of traveling. Um, about God, it's been. I think four years now, my friend Kate was like, hey, come to this festival, bring camping and stuff. And I was like, excuse me, you think I have camping <laughs> stuff? I was in full Barbie mode at that point. I was a hair and makeup artist as a model. So those things a little bit, but not to the extent that I used to. Um, but festival life just like really opened my eyes to like, wait, this still happens. Festivals are still there. People actually live in vans and travel around. That's a thing I can do. And um, it just kind of took off from there. And then Nathan and I met about a year and a half ago in October on some random Facebook group and started talking about it. Two months later, he's moving here from South Carolina and we're working towards van life. And um, we just, we want the freedom of it. I want to be able to go to lots of festivals and sell my art and that kind of thing. Um, We're going to start following like tattoo conventions and stuff too. Um, It'll just give me a lot more ways to get my art out there and um, a lot more freedom to do my art. Like I'm so excited to paint naked in the woods. (laughs) Like I'm bringing some BLM land out somewhere in like Colorado or something. And I'm just going to just paint naked all day. I Okay, well, so I every, love that. Part, <laughs> every single time we we do a podcast, I'm always looking for like a little bit of information to make like a fun title out of, and I'm pretty sure like I can't wait to paint naked in the woods is probably going to be the name of this this episode. Or I'm naked okay Bob that. Ross. Naked <laughs> Bob Ross. I, do you need me to put on an Afro wig? Um, oh yes. Can you please? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can just curl my hair like really crazy. I've done that. <laughs> so, <laughs> we talked a little bit about to to Zach when he was on about kind of the preparation. Um, 
or lack thereof for him of uh-huh. how to get started in this like nomad lifestyle where you're traveling all the time. And he walked the Appalachian trail and it took him like four or five months. I and I was like, what, what preparation goes into that? Do you, are you, you know, cause I, I thought of it as like an athlete, like you're mm. going to run a marathon. Like you have to kind of build up your, your tolerance for running, maybe build up those calluses on your feet and kind of get used to doing that. And he's like, nah, man, like 10 days before I left, I decided like, I'm going to do this. There was no preparation at all. So <laughs> the van life and traveling is, was there a lot of preparation into that? Like what, what went into deciding this is what we're going to do? Mostly we're both just stubborn and headstrong. Um, we did like, he's watched a lot more of the, you know, YouTube videos and that kind of stuff. Um, I did a little more practical. Like I would have my, I had my friends, you know, at the festivals teach me how to make a fire, teach me how to make a fire when it's raining, mm-hmm. you know, um, that kind of thing. Um, we thought that we were prepared. We definitely were not. Um, the van still, every time we turn a corner, everything falls. And just, like, <laughs> it just like, like art supplies go everywhere. And, um, our bed is too tall. Like we can't sit up on it. Like you hit your head every time you sit up in the morning and that kind of thing. Um, but it's just like one of those things that I think you have to like do before you really have any idea what you need, what, how things need to be. Cause like, I mean, I, I got rid of a hundred plus bags of things out of our apartment, like not to mention all the furniture and everything too. And we still have too much, <laughs> um, with the art supplies and that kind of thing. So we're still trying to like, figure it out. Um, I really wish that we had done some more long-term camping and we're a little more, um, familiar with the rules of that. Like I didn't, the, our first night out at Otter Creek, we left, um, a little thing, of cat food, just a little bowl of it in the tent. And our friend that has been van lifing for two years was like, do not do that. When we woke oh, up the next morning, because, yeah. cause the, the, the raccoons could have, um, you know, ripped into the tent and eaten it and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I was like, I didn't realize you couldn't leave it in the tent. Um, so especially if you're not in there, you know, um, so there's just a lot of things that like, I don't really feel like you can prepare that much for it. You can think that you're prepared, but it's, it's going to be a whole different ballgame once you're out there. Well, probably a lot of trial and error. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. This works, but this doesn't work. Right. And, and just things that you don't think about. Like I hadn't thought about the cat food. I hadn't thought about like, um, I don't even know, like, just like how hard it was going to be to like find everything in the van even like, you know, like I'm like, we're staying at a friend's house in their backyard right now in in our tent, whatever. And, um, just to get ready in the morning, it's such a pain because you have to like, you know, pull everything out of the van, grab, get what you need out, push it all back in, get it all back situated. There's just a lot that like, there's not really all that much you can do to prepare for it. But anybody that wants to do it, please go out and like camp for like two solid weeks out in the middle of nowhere and like no amenities. Like you have to find a place to go to the bathroom every morning um, or have like a little portable toilet or something, you know, get used to like there not being a bathroom in sight. There not being a garbage in sight. Like we had to take all of our garbage out of Otter Creek and like we couldn't hardly fit it in the van after four days there, you know, and like find somewhere to dump it. You had to find somewhere to park at night. Like mm-hmm. we've been staying in Des Moines and that's been like, there's like Overlander and other like apps that help with that. But Iowa has no free camping whatsoever anymore. Nope. So that makes it a lot harder. So I was, I was just going to ask that. So yeah. I had wanted you on the podcast for quite a while and uh, I think just like randomly had messaged you and was like, Hey, let's get you on. And you were like, yeah, let's do it very soon because yeah. I'm leaving. So yeah. 
was it a situation where like your your lease was up with your apartment and mm-hmm. you were like, let's do this and get used to it here around family and friends where we have a little bit more of a a safety net or an umbrella before you move and kind of getting used to the van before you leave? Or that was it was... just a t- issue of timing? Um, that was part of it. It was kind of a little bit of both. Um, luckily, we ended up ha- like our apartment place didn't know how to count to six, apparently, and they gave them a, a seven month <laughs> lease. So we were actually kind of glad for the extra time. Like we ended up really needing it to get the van finished and everything. Um, but yeah, we were out of our apartment at on the 30th of last month. And um, just between... Uh, well, okay, for one, we had a tire blow, like, Oof. the first Sunday mm. out, um, and we were, like, 15 miles out of uh, Indianola on a backcountry road. Nathan was trying to go to work. Obviously, he didn't make it that day, and um, was rescued by Santa, of all people. Um, <laughs> so, please, you know... Please explain. Okay, so... Um, He's out on this back country road and like we're trying to call insurance. They're like, oh, there's 10 people ahead of you because it's 4th of July weekend. Sure. And so they're, they're like, there's 10 people to get towed ahead of you. And we're like, it's 105 degrees outside. It's terrible. The cats and I are completely alone at this campsite. There's no one else there for like four or five hours. And I am freaked out. I'm like, I'm going to get murdered this morning. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was um, weird. But so uh, eventually this this old man in this red, white, and blue striped overalls, no shirt, <laughs> a red, white, and blue cowboy hat and sneakers pulls up. And he's got this big white beard. And he's got a cochlear implant. And so Nathan can like talk to him, but like barely, you know, and he's got his grandson with him. And he's like, I promise I'll be back. I'm, I'll come help you. I'm going to go to town and get some stuff. And four hours later or so, he shows back up and he has everything to help Nathan change the tire. Um, unfortunately, our spare was pretty much flat, too. So that was a bad mm, thing to find out. Gotcha. But he made it into town. But as they're you know finishing up, Nathan's like, hey, I never got your name. And the guy hands him this card and winks at him. And it's it almost looks like an oil painting. It's a, it's a something picture. something you never want. <laughs> no, that's it's, something you absolutely want. That sounds like a Disney movie. <laughs> it does. It, it was. It was so Disney-like. And like so like it says Fred Fox on the card. And I swear I've met this guy before. But then he has like this picture of him as, as Santa Claus. And he looks like those perfect oil paintings of Santa Claus with the rosy cheeks and the pure like white hair. Like a Coca-Cola ad. Love that. Yes, like a Coca-Cola oh, ad. Oh, that's amazing. And yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. I think I've seen this guy. He's the cutest old man ever. And he was so sweet. He's like, I, prom- I told you I'd come back. I'm a man of my word. And he, so he got saved by Santa. He starts running away. And all of a sudden, <laughs> just drops all fours and turns into a polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> I could see it. Oh, Oop. There's my phone. <laughs> but uh, so another thing I wanted to ask about the van. Like, I actually have two questions. So you had mentioned him going to work. So mm-hmm. um, when you leave, when you travel, what does the work situation look like? Is it? Hey, we're we're saying goodbye to our jobs. We're just gonna try to make this work the best we can. Or do you do you go somewhere try to get like a odd jobs under or the um, table. yeah? What's, yeah, that, what's like, that look like? Um, under the table would be great for me because I am on disability and stuff. So like I have like a really uh, a limited amount that I can make and that kind of thing. Sure. And like it can cause a lot of problems when you work. Um, but I am also trying to start my business officially, so that should help. Um, and then as far as Nathan, he's looking for remote work. He's got, um, most of his internet security degree. He's working on finishing that. Um, super big tech guy. So he's looking for that. He's, we're also looking to do like some woofing. I don't know if you know what that means. There's a, um, it's like you go to like a, 
a farm or um, an art center or whatever, and they give you work and they give you room and board for your work. Sometimes a little mm, bit okay. of pay too. Um, and then um, you work like part-time usually, and then you can get another job if you want cool. or whatever. Um, so yeah, there's just, we're just kind of winging it right now. <laughs> um, we're also going to try and go to a lot of, uh, as I said, festivals and, um, uh, tattoo conventions and other mm -hmm. such things that I can sell my art. Um, and that's really the focus is me getting my art out there. And Nathan's actually look or er, starting digital art as well. So he's nice. going to try and start bending with me too. Do you guys have a plan that it's like, Hey, we're going to go to this location for a little while and then do some odd jobs, do the wolfing thing. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to go here. We're going to go here. We're going to go here. Or, um, is it just, we're winging it? Um, Mostly winging it. Okay. I mean, we know we're going to go to Manitow Springs in Colorado first. My best friend Kate lives out there, and there's a lot of great opportunities for artists. So we're going to go um, hang out there for a bit, explore Colorado. We've got um, our our train kid friend told us where to go to a couple other places where we have some other travelers that we can learn from and get support from, too. Um He's actually, uh, Nathan's from the East Coast, so we want to go out there originally, sure. er, eventually. We've also got a community or two in Arkansas that we plan to go to nice. that it's like a full like traveler's commune type of place. So My worldview is very limited because I've mm -hmm. never traveled abroad, never traveled internationally. But uh, of the places I've been, Manitou Springs, uh, uh, what's the city, right? Colorado, Colorado Springs, Springs. Um, is like, is it my favorite part of the entire world? I mean, yeah. As I and I'm not like a, a visual artist by any means, but like I would assume for a visual artist, just being around all that beauty, that, yeah. yeah. I mean, Garden of the Gods, mm -hmm. uh, just uh, you know, Pikes Peak, all of that has got to be inspiring, yeah, for. definitely. And that was something that I wanted to ask as well because you do you had mentioned your art a lot of times, I don't do physical art mm -hmm. uh visual art but when i'm making music and things like that you know I'm, I'm i'm taking from like i make like a violent angry hip-hop music so um <laughs> i i take a lot of like my my past and things like that and that's mm -hmm. my inspiration for you as a visual artist you do like a lot of jewelry and mm -hmm. things like that where do you get your inspiration from as an artist um mostly my crazy brain um <laughs> um i mean i like to reuse things and find new purpose for things so like i do a lot of the barbie doll art like this one this mm -hmm. one also includes uh found objects like a wasp comb and like mm. real honeybees that my friend gave me yeah. um and so like i like to find the beauty in like trash like um that's a big part of like my jewelry especially um that's like most of my ex-girlfriends as well <laughs> they like to find the beauty in trash and that's how I've, is that I've... how you got a girlfriend yes yeah <laughs> i'm getting married in four months man something's I know, working that's crazy <laughs> yeah she's like mm, reuse recycle uh. <laughs> yeah um and then like you know there's a lot of stuff in nature that inspires me which is though i'm really glad to get new nature and I uh, forage and do herbalism as well. So that'll give me like new plants to find and all that too. Um, but yeah, like a lot of it comes from like, I have uh, multiple mental disorders as well and I've gone through a lot of trauma and that kind of thing. So some of it is about that and about like changing that into something that's beautiful and appreciated and whatever, yeah. letting it go. Some of it's about reusing things that would have been discarded elsewhere. Uh, um yeah just kind of adhd yeah a lot so you mentioned like a different like a change of scenery and mm -hmm. being an inspiration um 
aside from the places that you've already mentioned, is there a place that you're like, I want to take this van and I want to go here because I've always wanted to go here? Is there a certain mm. location that you're like, this is the there's is a the few. I mean, like the the rainforest in Colorado. There's also a uh, not rainforest the waterfalls is what mm-hmm. I was trying to say. Mm. Um, we're actually looking for one to have our wedding nearby. So in That's like a awesome. year or two. Um, and then uh, there's, I just heard about this place. It's right on the edge of like Wisconsin and Iowa, I think is what they said. Okay. Um, and it's, it was never touched by glaciers. So it's got its own ecosystem, like its own unique ecosystem. And there's like waterfalls and caves and like um, just you know, different fauna and flora than you can find anywhere else in the U.S. And so I really want to go there. That's definitely on the top. Um, I'd really like to see, like, the uh, the native uh, structures and stuff down in, like, the Southwest, mm-hmm. like, where they still have the the uh, adobe buildings and yeah. that kind of thing. And I'm hoping to get out of the U.S. at some point. I've got friends down in Mexico and stuff, too, which I would really like to go down there. Yeah. So going back to the van life, you had mentioned uh, like when you take a turn and things are falling out and mm-hmm. things like that. What are some of the things that you've learned trying to get ready for you know life in a van that other people can can kind of learn from your mistakes? Is there any th- any tips of the trade that you would uh, give people that may be looking at at doing something like this? Um, mason jars are great. Um, as long as you have somewhere that they're cushioned, like you can put, uh, your fruit will last a lot longer and, um, put your butter in one because it will melt all over your cooler, especially if you don't have like one of those like plug in coolers yet, mm-hmm. um, which is on our, on our wish list. But, um, find a way to strap things down. Like we're still trying to figure that out. Like, or like, um, definitely storage under the bed is a really great option too. Like that's part of the reason ours is up so high. <laughs> Um, do your best to put everything back in its original spot as soon as you're done with it because <laughs> it's a little that's a great, space. That's, that's great a, advice for anybody. Yeah, right. Any but like even more so when you're in that little tiny space. Absolutely. Um, probably don't bring cats with you like I have <laughs> because uh, they're a pain in the butt. How they got many, attacked how many cats the other day. with you? Uh, two. I've two? got Isis and Aphrodite. Uh, Isis is nice. the goddess, not the terrorist. Um... <laughs> Just in case anybody was confused there. Um, every every cat cats. is a little bit of a terrorist. I mean, though. yeah. I mean, so we had them actually, um, it's too hot in the van some days. And so we actually had them staying at my stepdad's house in his spare room for mm-hmm. a couple of days. That ended badly. Um, <laughs> I He has two giant male cats. I mean, he, he makes Momo look like a tiny one. You know, like they're huge. Like they're the size of dogs. And um, they figured out that my two female cats were in the room and my sister didn't tell me that. Mm. And so I went to take the cats out back to the van and they ambushed me. I saw the pictures. So yeah, like, I mean, you can see it's like, it's really oh my better. God. Like, Holy that, shit. That purple oh, wow. is where uh, the infection had spread to. Um, and you can see the puncture marks and everything. So oh that was God. nuts. I've never been bit by a cat in my life. I have always been like the cat whisperer. So I'm a little shook still. We did go back over there the other day and the cats were really apologetic. So <laughs> um, that made me feel a little bit better. But um, yeah, if you're going to bring cats or dogs, even make sure that they're like harness and leash trained. Make sure that they're like trained not to get out of the van by themselves because it sucks chasing a cat through a campsite at midnight. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Also, like, make sure that they're um, used to other animals. So mm-hmm. that's one of the hardest part is that, like, a lot of our friends have dogs. Our cats don't like dogs, but they're getting better. <laughs> um, just stuff like that. You had mentioned 
Nathan's uh, like digital art mm-hmm. and and a lot of tech stuff. And so I would assume that a lot takes a lot of like battery or like mm-hmm. Wi-Fi things like that. So um, as far as that stuff goes, is there is it generators or is it uh, uh, we're gonna go solar power oh, okay. um w- a solar generator um we haven't gotten it yet right now we're using one of those uh the things that you can like plug into your um your car like into the cigarette lighter oh sure and then it um has like a couple of different plugins and whatever um we use that for now to pow- like to uh recharge the battery for our fan and stuff because we also haven't had ac until about two days ago Oof. um yeah it's been rough <laughs> Um, and so, uh, we're doing that for now, but we're trying to get, um, like a jackery or something like that, that we can do solar power with. Um, and I actually just found a way to, uh, do you know what Raspberry Pi is? Mm-hmm. Like the little, like Game Boy Light thingies. Um, you can actually use one of those to make a Wi-Fi system that you can like take anywhere and you can even expand the routers. So I sent him that I'm not, I can barely <laughs> use a computer, but I was like, I know between him and a couple of my other friends, we could definitely figure that out. So we're working on that. Um, but yeah, definitely, um, solar power with gas price is going to be the way to go. Um, it is more expensive getting into it. Like I think the base model for most is like around 300, $400. So it's definitely an investment. For the solar generator? Yes. Yes. But, um, definitely going to be worth it in the end. For sure. Have you, uh, thought about like, since you're going to be traveling and stuff, like getting like a Sam's Club membership for gas and stuff like that? Yes. Um, we actually had a, a trucker friend of ours that recommended like, uh, loves and what's the other, um, flying J and those okay. places. Yep, yep. Um, their, uh, uh, rewards program was apparently really good and you can like earn like free showers and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also, um, in the process of getting, um, a gym membership. So that we can have places to shower gotcha. and that kind of thing. Like yeah. anti fitness or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I know so a lot then, of like pro wrestlers that do the same thing because they're we we work in like VFW halls mm-hmm. and so there's no showers and so we're all like After stinky all and wrestling. disgusting yeah. and then we're you know we're trying to find showers or just fall asleep on the floor of the gym or something like uh, that. So that's yeah. it's pretty much the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know that. Okay. So. The new job that I'm starting, it's mm-hmm. all independent contractor stuff. Okay. And so it's like uh, we all work off of like 1099s and all of like the travel for gas and things like that can be written off. Is that something that since you're you're using the, the van life to travel from festival to festival that you'd be able to do that as well? Like if mm-hmm. you if like your your art became like your your sole business is that something and i I don't i don't know either so i could be talking out of my ass but is that something that yeah that's definitely that's something that i can already be doing i just i'm working on getting my llc right now Mm -hmm. and i'm saving all my receipts um and like as long as i can say we're on our way from here to here for this festival then yeah i can do that i can even um I, from what I understand, I could even like claim some of our food on that too. Like mm-hmm. say like, you know, well, we had to stop at McDonald's because there's no way to eat between other way to eat between here and there or whatever. Um, I'm still like researching all that. Uh, Evelyn K. Davison has been really helpful with um, learning how to start my own business mm-hmm. and stuff. So I really recommend anybody out there that is in the Des Moines area, check that out if they're trying to start a business. Um, they actually, I just got a free computer from taking a class with them even. Oh, really? So oh, cool. they've been really helpful teaching me how to like, uh, track everything and that kind of thing too. So I need to talk to the two of you gentlemen about possibly starting an LLC as well, because <laughs> I have sponsorship or advertising ideas, okay. but I can't really go to like a business and try to take their money without 
being legitimate. It's not that hard of a process. It's just like, it's like a $50 application fee type thing. And you have to have like a certificate of something. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but um, they were able to help me with all that stuff too. But now with us not knowing if we're changing our residency, that's Mm -hmm. been the biggest thing is like, we're waiting to figure that out before we do the LLC. Absolutely. So, so so along with the solar power and, and, other ideas that you had to mm-hmm. like, um, like change, like change how your how your van works. Um, have you like? Are you just planning on like a full just refitting of the van and like setting up racks, like mounts, um, you know, uh, like containers and, and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, we've already got it started. So like th- we bought, um, it's a 40 Conaline E150. So it used to be used as like a, you know, like the church vans that they okay. have like the multiple rows of seating. So it's it was a pretty like big that. Van. It's a big, yeah, it, not, not big enough that we can stand up in it, but it's still pretty big. Um, so we had to take all the seats out, strip all the carpet out, rip the walls out, everything. We built the van, the, um, bed into it, like a big, like, uh, elevated platform. Um, we still got to get our cabinetry that we have. Like we got a couple of just like old kitchen cabinets or bathroom cabinets or whatever that we've um, picked up. Um, we got to get those like tethered down. I mean, they don't slide or anything, but it'd just be better to have them like bolted to the wall. Sure. <laughs> um, and then we got to like, yeah, like we're just trying, we're still trying to figure out how everything's gonna work and fit. My stepdad's building us a trailer and a rack, okay. which will help because like we've got like the canopy and stuff, and like my yeah. I've got a it's actually a box used to ship bicycles on airplanes, but that's what I put my canvases in because it's got like three layers of foam that I can put in between. But it's big and it's not gonna fit in the van if we want anything else to fit in there. So that's nice to have like yeah. some extra storage. that's yeah. not taking up your living living space. Yes, yes, that'll be really nice when we get that, and then I'll be able to have all my art supplies with me and vending awesome. stuff, so I can just like throw up in a parking lot if I need to or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. So one uh, recommendation I have for you mm-hmm. is check out a place over in uh, the West Glen area, so mm-hmm. like right off Mill Civic, a place called the Container, Container Store. Store. I've I always wanted to go in there, but place. I'm scared of the prices. <laughs> so I have three like weatherproof um, giant like totes. Yeah. Uh, they're amazing uh they're thick uh impact resistant weatherproof and they were like 50 bucks a piece okay and i want to go back and get more just so i can pack other stuff in it and have a more like uniform uh like yeah uniform storage exactly yeah yeah this is not an ad for the container store but uh i have been very impressed with the pricing like when i go i'm like this is going to be expensive because it's in like if it's in like the rich white neighborhood of des moines and so i think everything is like expensive on mill civic um if you are going to get like all of the i can't think of the brand of it but they sell like um custom closeting stuff there oh, okay. that's very expensive i believe that's that. a fucking nightmare um <laughs> to put together as well uh but everything else like, like small little like kitchen things like hanging tools and stuff like that like it's the fucking best i love that store all right well i guess we're uh heading container to the store. container store nathan yeah. you're i mean you're right down the road <laughs> sorry <so>. nathan yeah <laughs> He's like, sorry, yeah, it's hard to make him spend more money, but <laughs> I mean, like I said, like those containers I love because they're on wheels. They have giant handles. So oh, they're you can... on wheels too. That would be helpful yeah. for setting up shows they and have, stuff. Mm-hmm. They have like a rope handle on one side so you can literally drag it along. And, um, and it's got like rubber latching too. Ooh. 
It's Fancy. very, very nice. I specifically bought, so I have two black ones and a red one. And uh, the red one I have pretty much set aside for, for like uh, emergency situations. So like okay. I'll, I have it packed full of like different stuff, like food, um, clothes, medical supplies, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. like I can take that on the go. Yeah. That's this it. episode of the Ice Cream Sunday podcast is brought to you by the Container Store. Yep. Um, <laughs> it is a hell of an ad for them. It really it is. Was. It was. I mean, really maybe you'll get a sponsorship. Yeah, it's bullshit free advertising. This is <laughs> this is why we need an LLC. Um, <laughs> you had talked about the inspiration at like Manitou Springs, Colorado mm-hmm. Springs, um, but you'd also talked about festivals. Is there a particular festival that you're looking forward to traveling to that maybe being tied down to one geographical area you weren't able to get to that you're like, I, oh, I really want to put my art in that festival in that show hmm there's a lot on um, honestly i'm like i'm still kind of new to the festival scene but i really want to go to um oh it's a rainbow gathering it's up in uh minnesota i believe um i'm blanking the gathering on the of the juggalos oh god that would be um so fucking reminiscent great. of my high school years but probably <laughs> not uh, there no, is, like, uh, I've never wanted to wrestle like the hardcore or like deathmatch style, but, but I have a, a bunch of friends that go to the gathering of the juggalo because um, the juggalos uh, insane clown posse run juggalo champion shit wrestling. Uh, <laughs> we've talked about this before, haven't we? I think so. But uh, they do a huge outdoor show at the gathering of the juggalos and it's all like hardcore like deathmatch style. Oh. I've wanted. I've I wanted like to wrestle that, could that be a show good, for like uh, a decade. A good place for some of my art. I mean, I know I did. I, we definitely want to go to more tattoo conventions because the one here I made the most I've ever made at a show here. I actually got to meet uh, Heather from Laser as well, and she's been that, shouting me out too, which has been that. really yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, I've got a. Um, I've been working on a, a custom commission for her, and um, I did not know cats were so hard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sculpting it. And so, like, it's been, um, I, you know, the first several looked like Dobby or a gremlin. <laughs> and I'm like, why can't I do this? I That's made, why like, you keep those ones and then you sell them as, as, uh, Dobby. as Dobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to. Yes. Get over here and give me money, oh, you fucking yep. nerds. <laughs> I need to uh, change the clasp on this. is the first. I no. decided to wear one of my necklaces to try it out. And, um, yeah, the magnets so, do not work very well. So when you go to sell your artwork and stuff like that, is there like a vendor thing you have to fill out like a form or anything like that or do you just show up and just be like hey i'm selling bootleg (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts um no there usually is some kind of application process like um some festivals it's just like you pay x amount they want to know what you're selling and that's it other festivals you have to actually apply and they have to like choose you to be there um and those ones are usually quite a bit more expensive as well um but like it just really depends on the venue um some places like they'll like okay send us like 10 pictures of your art or whatever you're selling um some places make you have insurance which i haven't figured out yet um i know my friend uh was doing a farmer's market in a small town and they wanted her to get a million dollar policy that also insured the uh, city and i was as an additional insured and the parking lot as a location that was insured Uh, and i was like there is no way that you would get me to do that i worked in insurance that's a bad (laughs) risk to insure the city and the parking lot no way yeah it's (laughs) you are one of my favorite 
uh, Snapchat follows. Yeah. Especially your stories. Because I'm like, like, every other day, it's like, hey, I'm mutilating a fucking Barbie. And I'm yeah. like, how she's going to pull herself out of this one? And then like when it's done, it's like, this is jewelry now. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? My, uh, I went to bed for six hours and now it's art. Yeah, um, my uh, my best TikTok that's uh, the one that's the best got like thirty seven thousand views or something. Um, it was him coming home from work. I'm like, I wonder what fiance is doing, and he opens the patio door, and I'm you know goggles and mask <laughs> and my hair wrapped up and my leather jacket, and just mutilating a bunch of Barbies, just cutting them all up into bits. I had like a whole stack of them out there. There's body parts everywhere, and he goes. What the hell did I just walk into? <laughs> I tell I keep telling him we need to do a TikTok series of like weird shit my fiance does because like he's coming oh, home and I do, like be cleaning amazing. bones, like scrubbing guts out of a turtle shell or something, <laughs> you know? Like, and it's only going to get weirder out in the road. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to <laughs> check and see if I actually follow you because I feel like I I follow you already, but I'm not sure. But that's electrocuty beauty on all the all the different things. What are some of the um, God? I almost called them ingredients. What are some of the um, <laughs> More unique um, materials. Materials. God, I think ingredients I, still work. Yeah. yeah. What's the, what's the most uh, interesting ingredients that you've used in uh, in some of your art? Materials that you've used in some of your art. Um, human teeth is the first thing that comes to mind. Let's fucking go. Um, I have <laughs> actually just whipped it out at a party the other day. I have a whole box. I call it my dead things box. So it's got all kinds of bones. There's a dried out garter snake that I'm trying to find the perfect project to use. There's human teeth. There's skulls. There's bugs. Um, I've got a whole Human jar. Human skulls? No, unfortunately. No, that's a hard <laughs> Unfortunately. I want one so bad, but it's kind of illegal in Iowa, I think. Um, what you should do is make a friend with somebody that raises buffalo. That could be cool. So. I haven't found that. I do have a taxidermist friend who helps me out a little bit. Like, I buy some bones from him and that kind of thing. He cleans stuff for me. I was going to ask how you source, like, your... Uh, the old jewelry that you use or the Barbies, but I'm way more interested to know how you source human teeth. Um, <laughs> my friends like to give me weird gifts. Um, I've got a lot of weird friends and they're like, oh, like, I mean, like, I'll be sitting at a festival and people are like, hey, I found this dead bug. You want it? Or like my friend, the, the human teeth came because my friend's friend um, had diabetes and her teeth were degrading really bad. So she got all of her teeth removed. And he's like, hey. Can you save those for me? My friend will go nuts. My and- <laughs> my teeth are like my fucking saving grace. Right. And I have the I have the beatus. And if I lose my teeth, it's it's over for me. I just get dental implants. You'll I'm yeah. not doing it because I'm gonna look like I used to do meth. <laughs> so no offense to someone I know very close and personally, but she got new teeth and like. Yeah, you can, you tell. can tell. Yeah, uh, my I mean, uncle's got a whole. If you want them to not, them, they look good. does he look like a little? No, they look really. Good. Of course, kid. he's yeah. been missing most of his teeth for the last twenty years. Mm. So, so it just it looks just, nice. The only had, way to go was up. My mom has uh, <laughs> one of those like the teeth that you can take out or whatever, mm-hmm. and like the difference in her appearance, like she goes from like classy lady to trailer park the second she takes it out mm-hmm. and i just like you know i'm like can i give you a banjo please because it would fit um Plain spoons <laughs> yeah play some spoons for me ma um which i don't know i mean in the crowd i'm in now that would probably fit in really well so um i've been hanging around with a lot of like uh dirty kids train kids that kind of thing learning the ropes and that kind of thing so so at first i thought all right she dismantles barbie's Clearly drawing inspiration from like Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> I get it. I get that comparison a lot. And then 
as the conversation went on, all I could think of is you just showing up in random movies and TV shows just in the background. Like, you're cleaning up a Ted Bundy scene or, like, <laughs> Hannibal Lecter just got done having dinner and you're sitting there like, I'm going to take this with me. Like, Her and Dwayne Johnson and the Tooth Fairy. Just yeah. like, I'll yeah. be taking that. Oh, but th- th- these are my teeth now. You can have the... I got a kid that's about to lose his baby teeth. So, well, you know, if you want me to do I can make I can make his mom a nice necklace of teeth. Oh, I'm, I'm sure she'd sure love she that. Would hate that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I've heard. Hey, listen, man, it'd be better than some of the jewelry she already has. So, uh, love you, Kaylee. Yeah, no, I'm always down for uh, weird finds and stuff. So, yeah, if you want to get, we can make them into some kind of thing. I mean, I did this. Um, I had a bunch of my old toys that were like for my dad's house. Uh, that I decided I needed to do something with because I wasn't taking them on the road. And so I made a shadow box for my mom that's like an I spy game for the wall. That's and it's really got like cool. a little frame thing of clues, but we could do like, we could, like I found six of my son's baby teeth in there and like put some other toys in there. I don't know. I'm trying to get more uh, of those going. Like people send me their kids like old toys or other like mementos or whatever. And then it sounds those. like, it sounds like a uh, human skull is high on your uh, list, but is there any other like, dream Weird. materials that you're like I want to make art out of this so bad um, I definitely would like some like cat skulls and that kind of thing um, like honestly when my cats pass I plan to have them taxidermied of some, in some sort um, I'm trying to think what else um, did I send you the video of the dead cat drone oh I've seen that what <laughs> Is it's it like, like it's like spread out like this? Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's on a drone. Yeah, it just like nails it to a drone. It's so sick. It's fucking weird. That would be fun. Um, um, you should get some like crow skulls. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, see, the problem with birds is that there is the Migratory Bird Act, so you can't even technically have a feather of a uh, like protected. Well, of a bird, like any uh, migratory uh, bird that's like native. Like, you can't even technically pick up, like, a Blue Jay's feather or something. Um, so, crow skulls, unless I can buy, like, or, like, anything, any other bird skulls, unless I can buy them um, from, like, something that's licensed to do that, which I don't even know if that's a thing. Um, but I can get, like, chicken skulls. If anybody wants to donate me some chicken skulls, that'd be, well, yeah, that'd be cool I'm, still. Yeah. I'll talk um, to you in about four years. <laughs> You got chickens? I you mean, Kenna wants chickens, but uh, I won't let her get them while we're living in Maine. Because the asshole next to me owns a fucking rooster, oh, and God, I, I hate, hate that. that fucking bird. Yeah, we had one next to us at my old place, and like they didn't even like cage it or anything. It just roamed free around the neighborhood, and I had to beat a cock off with a thong one day. <laughs> um, <laughs> as in a thong sandal and a All rooster. Right, but, uh, you know. Alternate. That's a reverse alternate of Alternate episode title. <laughs> um... Wow. <laughs> I so there is a there's a bird that created a nest um like no way. under our shut the fuck up under our uh uh garage like mm-hmm. in the kink of the downspout. Okay. Right? And I thought it was going to be like the coolest thing ever. I could like sit outside and I could like watch birds. That bird's a cunt. Yes. And I tell it it's a cunt every single day. Does it dive bomb you? Yes. Yeah. I just try to sit out there and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to touch your babies. I know. I just want to like, just want to watch. I just want to watch from afar. And she's like, this was my house before it was yours, motherfucker. (laughs) Do you know what kind of bird it is? I I don't know. No. I'm, I'm, here's the thing. I was going to say I'm scared of most birds. I'm scared of most 
anything that moves unless and until it like proves to me that it's it's not a threat. <laughs> I'm scared of like most cats until they're like, I'm going to come and cuddle up and walk mm-hmm. in between your legs. I'm like, you're a cool ass cat. Mm-hmm. But so- I'm, I'm scared of most. I was a very sheltered kid. I didn't have pets or alcohol in the house. So, you know, yeah. And then I went I to college was- and became a addict and a, a pet lover. <laughs> I feel like uh, you could probably find something on Craigslist. Or uh, have you guys ever seen those videos of like the um, the people that like go on go on to these sites, order like these mystery boxes, and mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. the dark random shit. So it's oh, like, like the dark web ones. Yeah, <laughs> I've always been kind of curious to do it. Um, we did order some mystery boxes from. Uh, wish one time but that wasn't as exciting as i'd hoped i did it randomly like it was like right after he proposed we hadn't told hardly anybody yet and i got a bride to be sash so i was like i guess this is how i announce how we're engaged um because <laughs> that was the one man of mystery thing i think it cost me like a cent or something um but yeah that would be kind of cool like you know maybe i'll just put like a p.o box out there and people can send me dead yeah. things and like barbie dolls are gonna throw away i really want some more brats dolls that's one of my like materials that i want what's um, a brats doll it's like Are a, a, you don't a know what brats is? kidding me oh brats doll dolls yeah like, I, the, like my the brain put it together as one word mm. yeah it's just no. a rat in a wig yeah but <laughs> really like is. some of them have like real eyelashes and stuff mm-hmm. and like they can be really neat and so like they're fun for like the faces and the, the pendant necklaces Monster and stuff. Dolls. Monster high dolls are super fun. I've been I've been playing with some of those. I actually have so my friend once gave me like this entire dead wasp's nest. And so I just like ripped it open the other day and like cut the pieces apart. It's really fascinating, honestly. But then I had to go through and like pick all the dead wasps and stuff out of it too, which was gross but cool. Um <laughs> but I'm putting that I painted a canvas to look kind of like a hive and then I'm gonna put big chunks of the hive on it. And I'm making, uh, I took this monster high doll and then this, I don't know what she was. She was like a black bee superhero lady. I don't know, but she had like cool wings and like, actually that's uh, her face right here. I know who you're talking about. Wasp? She's a DC character. Is she? I had no what? idea. I had never seen, she, it was it, this face and then she mm-hmm. had like, like a kick-ass like she, bad she girl outfit in, uh, and like big muscles DC and stuff. Super- Heroes show with all the girls with Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy and all them. Oh, mm. I think I know what you're talking about. I want. I just want to look. Are you I a have uh, two show. female children? At least one female. So Are I you know. a uh, Childish Gambino fan? At uh, all? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Strong like uh, Awaken My Love vibes. Mm, I like I that. Can see it. Yep. Yep. I like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just been um, trying to gather more of those, but like I'm, I'm making a a wasp monster lady out of a monster high doll. But then like I had taken this Barbie doll face like years ago and made her have like sculpted like a hive on her face. So then I took the, Man, the wasp like with, with like larva. And, <laughs> yeah. Right. I have a couple friends too. So I'm like, eh, maybe don't look at this one. Um, but like the, it's got like wasp larva and stuff and like real wasp, like crawling all over its face. And it's got like, do you remember uh, Angeline or Angelica's doll, Cynthia? Oh on yeah. Like the it's hair? got hair like that. Yeah. Okay. And then she's going to be like, have wings and whatever. And be like coming out like this from the painting. Oh, that's sick. Like, like a, a mid attack or whatever. So that's one that I'm working on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Another cool skull you should keep an eye out for are badger skulls. That would be cool. I do have a beaver, a coyote. Um, I know I have a fox and a raccoon and a couple of deer, of course. And oh, I've got yeah. a couple of minks as well and a rabbit or two. 
Yeah, Badger Skull so, is, I know nobody can see this on the podcast, but it's only about that big. Yeah, they're a lot so smaller they're small, than you think. Yeah. But they look vicious as shit. You know. Is it that one? No, not Let exactly. She had like, uh, like just like black pants and a white tank top on. And she had like yellow wings and like big boots. And she had like cornrows. I, really I know exactly hate. who you're talking about. I had yeah, no idea. I was like, look. is this a superhero? I don't know. And like, Nathan didn't know. So There's I was so like, many superheroes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I, yeah, I'm not I'm like, not. I'm like fringe geek. Like I'm on the edge, Same. but like I have lots of very much geekier friends. So I'm like, somebody tell me, but I cut it up too fast. So I couldn't really, I'm show you the body now. <laughs> um, <laughs> the wings are ripped off and whatever, but Momo was a goddamn menace over there. <laughs> He's like, there's, Nine people here. Someone pay attention to me. <laughs> how are your... You said sometimes it's a little too hot for them without the AC, but how are your cats adjusting to van life? Well, opposite of what I thought they would. Yes. Um, it was pretty close to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the same character. Who is that? Do you know? <laughs> I mean, it might say. It might you say. didn't look up like a superhero name. You stood, I, I, I just like, wanted to make sure. It was black like, yeah, but it was... character. <laughs> Get off my ass. I've spent 15 weeks trying to get all up in. How's that, that going for you? Her name's Bumblebee. I mean, it's not great. Bumblebee. Oh, okay. Oh, That's easy yeah, enough. That made sense. Um, <laughs> isn't there a, stupid. Isn't that the Transformer? Um, <laughs> whatever. But um, they, they space out between Bumble and B so they oh, don't get okay. sued by Marvel. There we go. That's how they did it. Um, but yeah, as far as the cats, Hasbro. it's all the same fucking thing nowadays. <laughs> um, so Isis is the older one. She have had her for like ten years, and she is usually like the lazy one that like doesn't do anything. And Dity, uh, Aphrodite is usually the the playful one. And so I figured she'd be the one to run away. No, Isis has tried to run away like several times. <laughs> like she just gets out of the van and just you know meow screams all over the yard, and then like finds somewhere to hide. And I'm like, why did you get out if you don't like it? Like. <laughs> What is your deal? It's not like she's like exploring. Like yesterday, we had to get her out of the neighbor's bushes and stuff. Um, cats. Yeah, they've Fucking just been. Cats. They're doing better than I expected. But like uh, the first night we were out there, so we didn't get to. We were camping at Otter Creek the first couple of days. We didn't leave the apartment until eleven. We didn't get to Otter Creek until two in the morning. And I'm trying. I've got them both on their harnesses and leashes, and I'm trying to like pull them around the back of the van to go sit by the fire. And first Aphrodite gets off and I'm like screaming for Nathan. And as he gets up there and I'm just about to catch her, Isis gets off and goes the other way. And it's pitch black out there. There's no lights. And so we're like, ah, luckily we caught them right away. But they behave for the most part. Um, So I don't know. It's going okay. They've got a lot of training to do yet. So when do you plan to to actually leave Iowa? And, and where's By your first the destination? Third, and we're going to Colorado first. We're third of the, August? Of August, gotcha. yeah. That's the latest we want to leave. We're just trying to get some gas money saved up. We also, um, we only replaced one tire when it popped the other day, so we should probably replace the other mm. tire first. Um, and then we're waiting for my stepdad to get his butt moving on making that trailer for us because yep. like, I don't want to have to come back in a couple of months to get everything Fair. or have to find a way to vend without a table or anything, you know? When you're in uh, Colorado, uh, a recommendation, mm-hmm. Estes Park. Oh, yes. yes. That's definitely on the list. I love Estes It's touristy as shit, but... Mm-hmm. So is Manitou. It's got the hotel that The Shining's based off of there. and mm-hmm. Yes, I forgot about that. And yes, just, I definitely want to go surrounded stay by there. Mountains. I'm a medium as well, so mm-hmm. like I definitely plan to visit some haunted places and see what I can 
come up with there. Actually, uh, the guy that did this tattoo at the convention said that his uh, shop in Indiana is haunted. Like, he showed me, like, poltergeisty stuff happening mm-hmm. and stuff. And he's like, I'll, awesome. I'll do some more work on your tattoo if you'll talk to the spirits and, like, figure out what's going on. And Deal. I was like, I'll sure try. <laughs> I, I can't think of the name of it. I'd have to look it up. But there is an old, very old um, resort hotel, like, right in the heart of Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. And it is haunted as fuck. Like, you just look at it and you're mm-hmm. like... That's haunted. Someone and then I, I looked at I looked it up and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah of course it is. Yes. Look at it. Yeah. I actually used to do uh, ghost hunting. So did you? Well, mm-hmm. I'll have to talk to you some more about that because I mean, mine is more like, like I mean, back in college we went to this place called Workman's Chapel. It's out. Did you, you ever go yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. So, in Missouri. In Missouri, yeah, yeah. yeah, out by Maryville, and crazy stuff used to happen all the time but there was this uh tree in the back of the church that uh i didn't know at the time but a 17 year old girl had hung herself from and the closer i got to the tree the harder i cried and i didn't know why i was crying i touched the tree a ring appeared around my neck and i blacked out until they pulled me away from it and then i was fine so (laughs) you know just random stuff like that happens a lot um i've done a i've been working on doing um like intentional medium readings um but it's something that takes a while to develop and that kind of thing but i've been a medium and a clairvoyant since i was a kid so i'm trying to work on that that's part of my business too i'm the doer of all the art and witchy shit because that was the closest i could get to that's a good title right there yeah we went out to to that chapel um my college girlfriend and Mm -hmm. i and she's a photographer and she's like, I want to do like black and white film photography out there. And Ooh, I was like, yeah. awesome. So we went out there and then I don't go into churches for, um, uh, if okay. you know me, you, you're gonna very burst into flames. obvious reasons. Yes. Same. Um, it's because he catches on fire. Yeah, that, same. <laughs> uh, but but she it's okay. Was There's like, been enough like demonic sacrifices yeah, in there, it seems like, or something. She was like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to take some photos. And I was like, you have fun. And I just mm-hmm. did outside. Um, I kind of walked around their mm-hmm. like campus and and uh, through the cemetery, which is, I mean, it was daylight, so mm-hmm. we're, we're fine. Um, but she after she left, like actually going inside mm-hmm. the chapel, she was like, "No, it's no, creepy. I'm good." She's like, "I can't wait to develop these photos, but also never again." Where was yeah. that? At? This was uh, like it's like 30 minutes outside of Maryville, Missouri. Like on so it's back like the Northwest roads. corner of the state. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like where gravel. like a lot of Mennonites, I think is what it is yep. live. And so they'll have like signs all the way out there. That's like, Watch cling to your buggies. Bible. The eye is near, the oh. end is near. And oh. like, like repent for your sins, like all the way out there. It, it, it like sets it up real nice. Is that, you know, I'm trying to think of it. That's in, it sounds like a horror movie. It, yes. Yeah. I was like waiting for, I'm trying to think if that's in Missouri or not, but there is a, there's a big sign right off a major highway and it just says isn't that says nothing but jesus i'm trying to think if that's in missouri i feel or like not. i've seen that before yeah i mean there there is a video that i consider a classic video that goes around the interwebs it says just remember kids if you don't sin a little jesus died for nothing <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah you gotta make it worth it All right so uh, as far as um like when you're on the road or just traveling or, or anything in general you mentioned being on tiktok mm-hmm. um what are other forms of entertainment that, that you guys use to just kind of keep yourselves entertained i mean obviously i do a lot of art and he's he's doing some too um I like to go foraging, hiking. Um, I will sit in a creek and look at rocks for hours. 
Um, <laughs> like, um, we've got some games packed. We've got, um, I have these books. They're like 3,000 question books. And uh, those are really fun, especially with new people. It'll be like, what's your third favorite dinosaur? Or if you were a breakfast cereal, what cereal would you be? <laughs> and I love to ask people random questions like that. Um, we're also, uh, he's learning to play the guitar and I'm learning to sing. Um, I've been, it's been this like, I don't know, seven year journey of getting over my fear of singing in public. And uh, I can do a pretty mean karaoke at this point. Now I got to get used yeah. to singing like just myself with people actually paying attention that aren't drunk, you know. Um, I did uh, busk a little on the corner with uh, my friend Gnarly the other day. He's a, a gutter punk train kid. And so he's been like teaching me the ropes in case we were ever to be in a situation where we needed to do something like that. And, um, you know, just other good road trips and er, tips and that kind of thing. So, um, I was pretty proud of myself. I sang uh, cringe by Matt Mason sitting out on the street corner and Fuck yeah. yeah, we do a little bit of everything though. I cool. I'm, I'm a, I'm a try anything type of person. Like if it, you should learn hurdy gurdy. Hurdy gurdy. Yeah. You don't know what a hurdy gurdy is? No, dude. It's an instrument, right? Yeah. So it's, the best way I can describe it is it's a. I thought, I thought a, that was like the title of a fucking like cranked, folk song. It's a cranked string weapon. Or not weapon. Uh, instrument? <laughs> no. I mean, it could probably be used as a weapon. Yeah. Anything's a it's weapon a, if you try hard enough. It's a cranked uh, string instrument. Um, I know pirates used to use it all the time, hmm. like sailors, I'm kind stuff of a like pirate. that. <laughs> I am learning how to do. Uh, I call it the juice harp. I don't think that's the... It's called a mouth harp now. A mouth harp now. I, I call exactly it juice what... because I didn't want to say the other word. Um, and that's what I thought it was called. It was originally called it's a like juice harp. Juice harp. Oh. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's but a I thought it was thing. juice growing up because I was a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. It's got two lines juice. and then it comes out in a circle. And then there's a little metal piece in the like middle, a, like a thin piece of metal. And you hold it in your mouth and you twing it. You twing it. Oh. And you like and you, you make like, like T's and D's noises mostly. Um, I'm not very really good at cool. it yet. I slap my lips a lot with it. It hurts. Or my teeth. When you hit your teeth with that middle Ugh. part. Ooh, not mm-hmm. fun. Um, but I'm just not very, like, instruments don't, like, I can't listen to a song and be like, that's the guitar part. I, I have weird hearing. Um, but I would, I really respect it. Like, my dad is a great musician. A lot of my friends are. Nathan can play by ear. Um, and he just started. So that's pretty cool. So um, my friend is actually making me a microphone out of a round brush. Like, you know, like the brushes that you used to like blow out your hair with. Yeah. Um, and it's like bright pink. Uh, it was the first one I got outside of beauty school. And so I don't use it anymore. So he's, oh, that's, dirty. that's intense. I don't. I don't think my brain can handle that many that's, things to do. Reminds me of uh, it's wild. <laughs> one of those lot. lap guitars. It's yeah. just really fun to say too. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. No, I don't. I don't think hurdy gurdy is in there for me. Um, Shame. I'll stick to my mouth harp for now, and maybe some. It's drumming. only got one chord. I, I told. <laughs> <laughs> I told my friend I need some kind of contraption. Like I need like cymbals or something in my shoes and like mm-hmm. a belly dancing skirt. And I'll just use that for making my music. I'll just shake my hips oh, to yeah. make the beat. You know, one man yeah. band. <laughs> Love it. You had mentioned very quickly. Um, how people can can follow you but uh again what uh tiktok twitter what apps are you on as um, far as the follow tiktok instagram and facebook i have mm-hmm. like a designated page on facebook um it's electrocutie beauty um and uh yeah you can find me on any of those under the same name cool so 
cool. Please go follow me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else that uh, we haven't touched on that uh, you would want our our listeners to know? Hmm. I mean, just get out there and support you know local artists and stuff. Like I myself am a disabled artist, and I do. I don't want to sit at home and do nothing. So this is what I do. You know, to support myself and to, to have some fun and everything. Get out there, support local art. Um, be nice to people because, man, uh, people have been really judgmental about this whole transitioning in our life. Like, why would you want to live in a van, you loser, or whatever? And it's like, you know, you just need to show them some videos. Yeah. yeah, some of those vans that people make are yeah, fucking are super amazing. Nice. I, but oh, like, yeah. I mean, a lot of those people that like, you know, the glamorous ones that are on Instagram and whatever, all those people have a house that they own that they go back to yeah. and whatever. And it's a lot different than being a real van lifer. Like, like I mean, it's not as glamorous as it seems. Um, I have more bug bites than I can count right now. <laughs> um, you know, just like, remember that there's there's a lot of reasons behind it. Um, I mean, part of it is so that we can get out of debt, so that we can save some money and, and that kind of thing. Um, but it's not going to be that way right off the bat. You're going to run into instances. Um, learn how to fix your own car. Learn how to forage for food. It's going to be necessary. Um, if you're thinking about doing van life, um, it's all like long-term commitment stuff, yes. not yeah, it, immediate results. Exactly. Yeah. It's not all fun and games. Like you're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be dirty. Um, there's going to be times that you go a week or two without a shower. Like just be prepared for those kind of things going out there. And as far as like art stuff, if you want to start showing your art, like do it. Understand people are going to be mean about that too, probably oh, some yeah. of them, but just do it anyway. Like I, I debated for years on whether or not to, and I've come home from shows crying. I've come home for other shows like ecstatic. So, um, you just gotta, with anything in life, you have to be, take that. Yeah. yeah people are going to be step. incredibly judgmental about anything that is outside of the norm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Should anything, say anything period. Yeah. Yes, yeah anything, especially anything outside of the norm. Do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any, anything that involves a risk. Um, I mean, I think, I think back to like when I, <laughs> when I uh, decided to to leave my most recent job and there was a lot of people that were like, why the fuck would you do that? Like a lot of old school, mm-hmm. like you got to grind it out until you find another job. Like you can't, you can't leave one job without something else lined up. But you and also I was like, can't no, wait around fucking, waiting for everything to be perfect. Like I try to explain to people that I had not had a panic attack in three and a half years. And then mm-hmm. I had like four in a week. Like yeah. I fucking hated my life. See, the th- and that's the thing is like, if you just keep waiting around for that, the, the perfect job to come along or whatever, yeah. so that you can leave your job or so that you can do that thing that you've always wanted to do. If you just keep waiting, it's not going to happen. Or yeah. if it does happen and you're going to be old and too old to enjoy it, you know, just, just go and live your life and do the thing. Even if it scares yeah. you, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, uprooting your life and, and living in a van is, is far more serious than like, me quitting my little job and then like talking shit about it on the podcast. I don't know if you but, quit your job. I mean, I, that sounds like a situation on its it own. It was, it was, it was basically quitting. Like, I guess I got fired, but it was basically, I mean, like, okay, good. Cause I'm done anyway. He I caused mean, himself to get fired. Yes. He did it on purpose. It was very much like, uh, it was like a fuck you pay me situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they didn't want to. There's no resemblance <laughs> yeah. to in any actual company. Right. We'll keep yeah. that going no, on. But, I mean, 
that that was the same for me last year i had quit a job that i held for five years as a sales manager for a majority of it of uh come and go and then uh, hey we can't use actual names here man um, it's it's come and go with a c yeah. yeah. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm in the porn industry. Yes. Right. No, <laughs> sales, sales manager. Oh my. <laughs> sales manager. Yeah. Would you like to watch this video? <laughs> It'll make you have happy thoughts. No, but um, so you know. I fucking knew you had a hog. I ended up leaving that, and I didn't have a job lined up or anything. Like it, it like I told Heather, and I was like, hey. I'm just letting you know that I'm probably going to be quitting. Mm-hmm. I just, and that, that's the thing that like, I did not make the amount of money that like, I think a lot of people were like, oh yeah, you're probably making crazy money and like, you're probably so happy and like life's too short to fucking hate it. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. I hated, I hated getting up and dry. Like I, I lived half a mile away from that location and I fucking hated getting up and driving a half a mile. Which sucks like, because when you first started, you sat there and were like, Oh, yeah, that, was, really that, that was my, yeah. it was my dream job. Fake and it was, <laughs> no, and it was my dream job because I had never worked there as a, like as mm-hmm. a patron, that job, fuck it. I mean, as a patron, that, that entity is like so much fun. Um, and and even on a I'm sure on a lesser level like come and go or any job like that you walk in and you're like fuck you know like it just you know you don't get to see all the backstage shit that makes it fucking terrible um but like I just I I I couldn't continue to like fucking hate my life and I'm not saying that like you're you're jumping in a van and you're traveling because you hate your life but it's at the same time it's like you have to fucking do something that's fun and for you and you have to do what feels best to you and I mean I'm not gonna say that we haven't both cried this week thinking like we made a huge mistake but we also realize this is stressful and it's a new thing Mm -hmm. and it's It'll get better as we go. It'll get better if we get out of the humidity of Iowa, for gosh sakes. Oh, my God. Oh, don't, um, <laughs> don't go to Maryland. Yeah. Is it worse than Maryland? I, w- uh, I went last year for a work thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work for an internet service provider. Okay. And we have uh, multiple properties outside of Ames, but most of our stuff is in Ames. Okay. And uh, Maryland is one of the out-of-state properties that we have. And I went there last year and am going back again this year. Mm-hmm. And I thought I knew what humidity was. Oh man! It's right See, I've been coast. in New Orleans and stuff. Like, I ran away a few years ago and ended up in New Orleans for a week, uh, which is its own, you know, story. But um, everybody's like, "Oh, it's so hot! It's so humid down here." And I was like, "I don't feel like this is more comfortable than Iowa." Yeah, yeah. Maryland was rough. I, it was. I would go outside to smoke a cigarette. It takes me what three minutes to yeah. smoke a cigarette? Be and you're soaked. Just soaked. Yeah, just I've soaked. just been soaked since we left the apartment. Pretty much. Like this is the driest I've felt in in three weeks. <laughs> Um, it's nice. I do not like being moist. Yeah. Um, it was like walking through like through hot a wet mist. sponge. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. outside. Every time you went outside, it was moisture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think Zach and I talked about this like on the podcast, but he had mentioned it a lot to me, and because he had this like nice cushy job at Willis Automotive uh, as a service advisor, and uh, or not service advisor, a uh, lot attendant. And I was like, why like uproot and go where like there's no amenities and shit like that and he's if like, i remember right he didn't necessarily hate it it's just it no, just was wasn't just like, for him he was just, just like dude like alaska is beautiful like mm-hmm. vietnam is beautiful right and like i if i'm lucky i may get like 85 to 90 years and like 
if I stay in Des Moines, Iowa for all of it, I will fucking regret it. Not that yeah. there's anything bad about Des Moines, but no. like there's so much, there's so there's, much more to see. It, it's yeah. like people forget that the world is not the same as it is in your 60 mile radius or whatever. Like there's so much more out there to do and try and learn and experience. And I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Like I want to like, hand me a plate of bugs i'll eat them i'll try it you know like whatever like i i have done it before i actually i was at celebration a couple years ago and they had like mealworms or something that were like fried up yeah and i asked for i asked are fucking weird (laughs) i asked the the, the chick for a bowl and she's like you mean like a sample cup right and i'm like no i want a whole bowl and she's like why and i was like you're selling it and you won't you won't eat it she's like oh hell no (laughs) and i'm like i'll do it i've always been that person that i'm like i'll do it even yeah. if it's not a good idea, you know. The Asians but are a strange bunch. <laughs> we should we should get Zach back, like whenever he gets back, Never. and then uh, just have him and Abby back on. That'd be really oh cool. My God, that'd be, be cool. Awesome. We could sh- share some stories about. I'll have a lot more stories by then. But yeah, oh, his yes. his whole point was like, there's no there's no reason to waste your life like doing something that you don't enjoy, mm-hmm. and then on a very very small level like i took that mindset and was like i am at least there eight hours a day Mm -hmm. that's a third of my life if i do that every single day i cannot for my mental health i cannot hate a third of my life exactly like that's that's a nightmare scenario to me. Mm-hmm. So I was well, like, and every little step makes a huge difference. Like I was like uh, three or four years ago, I was still trying my hardest to work a full time job. I kept every time I've worked a full time job in my life, I've ended up hospitalized, mm-hmm. and my life has ended up falling apart because of being hospitalized and everything yep. else, you know. And so I just said, you know what, I'm gonna like actually focus on my art. I'm gonna try and make that a thing, mm-hmm. and. It's just been, you know, one little step at a time. You know, Kate told me to come out to that festival and she's like, bring camping gear. I was like, I don't know what that even means. <laughs> you know, I brought out a popped air mattress that my friends ended up having to blow up every like 10 minutes for the whole time. Yeah. And it changed my life because I just decided, hey, fuck it. I'm going to go 30 minutes away to this place I've never been with a bunch of people I don't know mm-hmm. and hopefully have a good time. And I did. And it's changed the people that I'm around. It's changed my way of life, like my, my outlook on life. I um, had like super, super bad depression. I've had multiple attempts, you know, and this has been like the first couple of years of my life that I can see a future mm-hmm. and it's all because of those little changes, mm-hmm. yep. you know? So take that little step, like, even you know, maybe don't like throw everything into your van and just go, but like go and take a trip, go do something, you know, and stop worrying about, well, if I miss a day of work, it's the end of the world or, Whatever, you know, I mean, (laughs) all the grace of a falling rock. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I just encourage people to get out there and do their thing. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Mm, I'm going to have to go like probably outside scoops, roasted, roasted cherry and goat cheese is definitely up there. Pretty much anything from outside scoop. Where is outside scoop? uh, In Indianola. Um, I had a avocado toast one that had like everything seasoning in it and stuff. And it was 
bomb. Like they cannot go wrong. So more of like a I like, like a weird savory stuff. than sweet. Kind of. I mean, but like, have you ever had avocado ice cream? No. No. It's actually like go to Seafresh and get some. It's it's I really good. It's a really light, creamy flavor. Pistachio ice cream once, and I wanted to kill myself. Oh so. fuck you! So, pistachio. It's ice not the great. same, is it? Oh, you're nuts. So it, it's not a wide selection, but I'm nuts. like literally Pistachio's right down nuts. the road, there's a place oh, called uh, Home Sweet Cone. Oh, okay. Like, go check that place out. So it's we're awesome. Ice cream. After this? What is this free advertisement bullshit on my podcast? <laughs> There's a Duff well, Brothers right around the corner, bone, too. Yeah, dude, Kenna <laughs> went nuts when she saw it the other day. What yeah. is it? Duff on, Brothers. It? It's a coffee shop right down the street here, but they're like really prevalent in South Dakota. I think it's oh. on, I think it's in the same building as the Home Sweet Cone, just on the end. Yeah. You know, it's a fantastic hmm. coffee place that I feel goes a little underrated. I'm looking at you, Scooters. As uh, No, I feel like people go to Scooters a lot. I feel like mm-hmm. people obviously go to Starbucks a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Caribou is so Caribou. underrated. Caribou can be pretty Caribou awesome. Pretty yeah. It was good when I drank sweet, like, flavored coffees, but I don't drink flavored coffee. Anymore. You know, I've started getting, like, more and more into black coffee, and I think it's because I've been unemployed, and um, I don't want to go to my fiancé and be like, can you please buy me some creamer? But we have a bunch of, like, Caribou. Uh, like little K cups, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I've been drinking a lot more black coffee because like there's no creamer in the house, and I don't want to be like, please. I, I really love my creamer. Like it's pretty much necessity. But if I'm gonna drink black coffee, it has to be cowboy coffee, like made over a campfire That's where you have to like strain dope. the grand grands out. That, that sounds, sounds like a lot. so good. It sounds. Like it's actually not that bad. So you pretty much just throw the coffee in the water in the pot and set it on the fire for a while. And it's so like rich and dark and muddy, and like it's just better than any Ooh, other coffee. See, I only drink Speaking coffee at work, and we just have a regular run in the mill. <laughs> yeah. Drip coffee Speaking pot, so. of well, camping meals to, and yes. camping treats, mm-hmm. have you ever had one of the like homemade pies over the fire? We actually, I got uh, an antique pie maker. Oh, nice. and like one of the clamping ones. One of the clamping yeah, ones. Nice. Yeah. And so when we were out at Otter Creek, we made, I took uh, the sliced peaches from the can. And like season them up and uh, put some dandelion honey in there um, and spruce tip syrup. And I've cooked them over the fire until they like, you know, became all like thick and gooey. I've never had dandelion honey. Um, well, I'll have to I'll hook you up with some. Um, I'll bring you over a little jar sometime. And spruce tip syrup is amazing, too. I make them both uh, myself. Um, but and then we put uh, honeysuckle sugar that I made and spices on the bread on the outside of it with the butter mm-hmm. and we put a little piece of cream cheese in the middle with the peaches <sighs> I was in heaven good, really good. it was so good like I'm so excited to learn how to like bake over a fire I really need a Dutch oven though have you yeah, tried you any do. like like the dried foods like the the, the freeze dried like, yeah, stuff yeah um, I've definitely eaten some MREs in the day um, thanks to gnarly and other train kids um, going to Colorado not space. but like <laughs> um, I, ha- I have some I mean I like, I mean, like oh. we have a few like I mean like we've got like dehydrated fruits and stuff mm-hmm. like that um, I actually have a dehydrator that we're debating taking with us or not but I kind of want to like hook it up in someone's house this week and dry a brunt- bunch of my own fruit so Get that prepared. Amy's, yeah. Amy's father is a fucking doomsday prepper yeah so we oh. have we have I need en- to talk to yeah him. we should talk to him it's too. like this long um and when we moved in I had just broken my arm so like carrying that thing down the stairs I was like what the fuck is in this and I opened it up and it's just piled like six layers deep with MREs 